Welcome to Recalibrate. This is a podcast of Caribou Road Christian Fellowship. Our hope is to create a moment where you get to take a look at your life through the lens of Christ's teaching and recalibrate. Welcome back to Recalibrate, and uh, today I'm blessed to have Landry with us. Hey, it's good to be back. Thanks, is, for, thanks for having me. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a while. <laughs> I so, said a few things that got me in murky waters, and <laughs> and but now my probation has ended. No, just it's joking. Great. No, it's, you're a you're a crowd favorite out there, and um, so it's, it's great to have you back. And fantastic sermon a couple of weeks ago about oh, thank um, you the the body of Christ and how it's a means of grace, worship, corporate worship. I had a fun time preaching on it. Yeah, and it was fantastic. This week we did communion, the Lord's table, and we had a great time on Sunday speaking about that. And everybody who has uh, not got it, just go on there and listen. We really break down what we believe the Lord's table actually is. One of the things we looked at is how the Lord's table is a celebration of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by that is not the physical elements, but the group of people, we are the body of Christ. Yeah. And how the communion is a celebration of the fact that we are a group of people together and that Jesus is present when we do that. And you mentioned this scripture, and I want to kind of look at it today because I want to just talk about kind of a little bit of a segue into the idea of community and uh, communion on a, on a corporate sense. That scripture in Acts chapter 2, which describes the early church, is a pretty amazing scripture. I'm talking to, I'll read it out for you. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to sharing of meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. It's interesting, they, they, in this version, they've kind of explained that they shared meals and they also had the Lord's table, that they were two separate things. Yes, that is interesting. Yeah. Now, it's not there in the Greek, but when you do a research on it throughout the Bible, the the word they're using there can be used either way, and so that's why they've gone both okay. directions. Right? So if they were still hungry after dinner, don't worry, you're getting a <laughs> well, little bit Well, that's what Paul's more. issue was, right? People were still hungry after dinner, and then they were treating the Lord's table as another meal. That's, that's yeah. bad. That's yeah. bad. Because I bad. remember communion growing up in my church was a great day as a kid. I got a lot of white bread after communion oh, was yeah. over. I that I'd was true sneak for me up too. and yeah. get the loaf of yeah, bread. Yeah, I do. I remember that. I'd, yeah. I'd even, I'm ashamed to say, but I used to go and, I hope my mom doesn't hear us, I used to go and drink leftover grape juice in out of the little communion cups I found in the pews. <laughs> like, that's terrible. Well, somebody was complaining to me, and we're way off track here, but somebody was complaining to me today, said, could you put a little bit more juice in the church communion cups? You're not putting enough in there. <laughs> so so there'd the be wa- no kid going around trying to get exactly. juice Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that, just to be honest. Okay, let's keep moving on. So they had it, this is the early church, they had a deep sense of awe over all of them. The apostles performed many miracles and signs and wonders, and all the believers were together in one place. That's really key, together in one place, yep. and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared their money for those in need. They worshiped together in the temple every day, and then they met in their homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. Again, they've split that word up in the Greek to speak of it both as the Lord's Supper and common meals. Mm -hmm. And uh, And all the while they were praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people, and the Lord added to... Um, the number that were being saved. It's, it's the idea of community here is pretty strong in this this yeah. scripture. What I mean, what a great 
scripture is so often used yeah. in talking about the early well, church, a, but you can't perf- avoid it. You can't avoid it. It's such a perfect picture. It's just, this is yeah. what... This is what we're trying to do. Yeah, this is so yeah. inspiring what they were doing and why not want to try to... Uh, and I think there's a lot of people longing for this. Of course. There's a lot of small churches that start up and, and, and what the people are actually longing for is that genuine... They're aiming just to do this. Yeah, the genuine relationship. Some people quickly read verse 45 where it talks about they sold all their property and possessions and money and gave away their money because they're like, that's, that's too big of a commitment. But you, if you're in a if you're in a close knit community and you see somebody in need, I think that people do do that. Exactly, and that's the thing. I think it gets over exaggerated. Yeah. But if we know of needs, we're going to give to them. I've seen it. We've seen it in this church. People go and get somebody a car. Or, yeah. Or amazing, amazing yeah. testimonies. So they were a very tight group. So I, I love the way that the word communal meal in this particular version and the Lord's Supper are almost intertwined. Showing the idea that the Lord's Supper is about, as we've mentioned on Sunday, this community concept, this oneness, this celebration that we are one body, we are one spirit. Right. I think there's such a beauty in, uh, and and that picture even you showed on Sunday of people sharing a meal together. What yeah. a beautiful picture of when family and friends gather and they get to eat nice food together. They yeah. get to celebrate their lives yeah. together. I mean, you don't go to too many events where you're not sitting down and eating or standing right. and eating, or you don't go to a yeah. family birthday where the family doesn't yeah. share a meal. There's something powerful about sharing a meal, isn't there? there? Is. Have you I noticed, think... like, if you go to visit somebody, you don't know them very well, You're maybe you're an invited guest, and it's kind of everybody's kind of nervous and breaking the ground when you first get there. Conversation is shallow. You sit down. You have your meal, maybe a little bit of wine to help, but not even necessarily. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the meal, you have a yeah. Your conversations flow. I mean, I mean, where does where does everyone go when they walk into an event or a party? Where where is the place they're going first besides the bathroom when they don't know many people? <laughs> they're going to the food table. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different story. But they're common meals, so that's amazing. I think one of the challenges we have in the modern church. Um, is that in the early church, you can see, it said quite clearly, they broke the Lord's table in their homes. Yes. And I think this gets too often for God as we, it's it's not an obligatory church thing just because we've done it for uh, ages. Yeah. And I think young people sometimes lose this. They just think it's an old traditional thing. But really... It's about gap. It's about coming together, remembering yes, who yes, Jesus is and what yes, He did as a community. Yes. And yes, you can do it in your homes. You absolutely. I mean, should. we've never. I'll be honest. We've never done it as a family, and we probably should do it even as a family from time to time. Right. Oh yeah. I think. Did it's your a, family ever do it? You we, did. You know what? I'm just trying to remember. If, I don't think we did. It was something we. I think it happened at church a lot, but it, we didn't do it at home. But we should. I think we should. I think there's no reason why we shouldn't. And the, the power of it is that, let's say, like our family, we have one night a week. I won't disclose a night for safety's sake, but one night a week. So we all don't show up. So you all don't show yeah. up. Um, we have a designated family night. It's a great because idea. Teenage, teenage kids, right? Everybody's heading in multiple directions. Yeah. We come together. And I'm just thinking, wow, imagine... The beauty of the Lord's table is that we have a lot of fun together. We have some things we do together. It's just really, really amazing. 
But what if we did the Lord's table? That really helps you in a very natural way, not kind of an artificial right, you're way. Right. Bring everybody into Jesus. Just centered a little. Yeah, my family, I can disclose it because it doesn't happen anymore. But when I grew up, Friday night pizza night was never, you, you didn't Non-negotiable. miss Non-negotiable. So my mom made pizzas. Wow, Friday night. Friday said, night. Wow. Just dinner. It was dinner. So, okay. And if you got the invite to our Friday night pizza night, yeah, you were a very special honor guest. You're probably a girl that was going to end up getting married to one of the guys. Yeah, maybe. And you, pr- yeah, I we weren't bringing girls then. It was too okay. much. They were going to get. They were going to get uh, a lot of uh, comments. Flex. Okay, yeah. but but anyway, it's what brought the family together. This meal uh, we did, and you, yeah. you had to be there for it. It was very special. So, and I think that's what they did in the early church. They gathered together in homes. They had meals together, and they might have had some one of the apostles or teachers there to teach. And but they would do the Lord's table as a way of of uh, moving from the normal to the sacred, yeah. normal to the to the yeah, blessed. exactly. Yeah. So, but we do it now in, in huge settings, where the sense of community is not as big. I mean, our church is we we have four hundred people. Adults come through on a Sunday, yeah, uh, or more, um, uh, and uh, we all have this little plastic calf <laughs> nothing like jesus did yeah at all um can it work how does it work in a in large a, setting in a large cool. setting yeah Und- we understand it in a small setting from scripture but what about the large so setting? have we lost the intimacy have we yeah, lost is the, it valid why still? are we doing yeah i think absolutely you were telling me that you once went to a place in egypt love to hear about that oh yeah that's a good a good uh, segue yeah there was one speaking of large communion um, I went, uh, there's a place in Egypt, you can look it up or Google it, it's called uh, Church in the Rock. It's in it's it's in the city of Cairo, and it's actually in a little city called the Garbage City. Uh, I can't say it right, I'll say it's, I think it, Mukatam is how I would pronounce it in my Canadian uh, lazy accent. But anyway, on top of this uh, little mountain, they've car a huge cave church is car- carved into it it fits between 15 and 25,000 people now my goodness me and it's and then there's little other caves that fit thousands of people in them so i went uh, i heard about this there's a big backstory as well we don't have time but it's a really cool story of what god did in the church earlier uh, through this mountain you should you should look it up and Anyway, so I went for their Easter service when I was in Egypt, and there was 8,000 people there that Sunday. You're sitting in an open-faced cave on kind of stone benches, beautiful, beautiful setting, and they invited, they said, we're going to take communion now. And I almost laughed because I said, how are you going to do this? And what they were doing was, is, is germaphobes would not have been able to handle this, but they only had two cups. Oh, wow. So all the men went down the left side, all the women went down the right side, and there was one cup for all the men. And every time you, you may have seen this in some traditional churches, when you take a drink, they quickly spin it yeah. and wipe it with yeah, a, a yeah, cloth. Yeah, yeah. But they were doing this for who so knows? Meta. They were doing this thousands yeah, of times yeah, yeah. per cup. So I, I thought about it like, I was like, oh, man. You could get really sick right now. It's incredible. But, but was it the presence of God there? It was so it was so special, so powerful. Oh, okay. I went down. I was like, "How could I not miss out? How could I yeah. miss yeah. Th- out on this moment?" And it was beautiful taking yeah. communion and celebrating yeah. with everyone. It was a really special moment. I'll never forget that time yeah. of communion. Common cup, common bread, and I think that's yeah. that's this whole idea of communion being being in common. The celebration of the of the body of Christ being the being the church and the people around and. 
I do think this is why sometimes people put more emphasis on the sacraments rather than the community, because in the modern church, we get individual cups, we get individual wafers sometimes. I know some churches now actually have it come in a plastic. Yeah, I've, I've been to a church where it was all in one, like you peel the layer of plastic yeah, yeah, and there's a little yeah, wafer, yeah. then you peel another layer of plastic, then there is your juice. And I understand it, but it, we're just now so far removed from the original right. intent of the meal, which is celebrating community rather than celebrating specifically the elements themselves. Yeah, uh, it's this time sense. where we get to reflect with friends and family yeah. and center back on who Jesus yeah, is and what yeah. he's done for us. And now we've got plastic container. And I'm not against it, and God's spirit moves through it because faith is there. But it's just important, again, to highlight the importance of community. One of the other things that it's, it's interesting here that they um, had all things in common. They, they all sat under the apostles' teaching um, and the sharing of the word, and they shared things, as you said, possessions, and so on and so forth. So they were very much one. And this just raises one last question I want to look at for today, is that I know in some churches, they're quite specific about who is allowed to take the Lord's table. Right. Um, they say that you've got to be part of the group. Mm-hmm. just want to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, yeah. I think it's a big, it's a big question. And even when you say it's sometimes even exclusive, if you are yeah. not a not a believer, not a yeah. Um, so I I I to be honest, I haven't done a lot of research on it. I know the the I know the opinions about it. Yeah, but I I think I think if it, I'll take the perspective. If I had a friend with me, say I came to church and I had a close yeah. friend, and they were. They were checking out church. They didn't know about f- their faith yet. They yeah. were int- very interested. I would I would never push that on them. I'd say, hey, you know what? This is to remember and celebrate yeah. who Jesus is. And if you don't know who Jesus is, like... And let it go. It's okay. Yeah. And there's no pressure. No. But I also think if someone wants to, they're like, wow, I'm... There, there's a there's a huge trend in young people, especially in North America, going back to almost churches that are have a lot of ordinances in yeah. them and uh, yeah. liturgies, liturgies, and mm-hmm. and so they're after that they're as looking well. For that sacred, yes, they're looking that yeah. moment. Yeah, and if someone's looking for that in the moment and they don't quite know Jesus, can God still meet them as they're maybe saying a prayer before? Yeah, sure. Well, I think that um, you know there are denominations out there that are very strong. You've got to be. Uh, water baptized, you've got to be this, that, and everything yes. else. And and usually they're more strict than that. You've got to be part of this church community. Yes. And the idea being that um, uh, you take the communion as a celebration of community, and if you're not part of the community, you don't take the cup. And I've been into churches where, because I'm not part of that community, they said, we know you're a believer in Christ, but we're asking you not to take part in the Lord's table because this is not your community. Right, and I, I would, I, I would disagree with that mindset. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty. Yeah, because I think what we, because of the nature of the church. I mean, this is the first church. This is the only church right now in in Book of Acts. In Acts two, yeah. Yeah, there is no other. Uh, there's yeah. only one church because it's only one church in Jerusalem. There's no other churches anywhere else. Yeah, that quickly changed, and then they had to grapple with that. But here's the thing: is that. Um, our unity is the one spirit, the one doctrine, not the 
not the extension, the, the the external doctrines or the peripheral doctrines of when does Jesus come back and so on and so forth, but the right. core doctrine that Jesus is the way to God, that he is the he's the only means of salvation. I think those things are the commonality that we have with even with people in Egypt that you've never met before, you've never talked before, yeah. but you know you're of one spirit, you're of the spirit of Christ. Yeah. Then you would share in a meal in the celebration of the larger body rather than just the smaller secular body. Right. In terms of people who are not following Christ, we have a duty, obviously, before they take the cup, to actually explain to them that this is a declaration of faith in Christ. Yes. And uh, I remember some close friends were here, and when we said that, uh, they just chose not to take the cup because they were very honest people. They just said, oh, I actually don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Yeah. So I'm not going to take Acknowledging this. that. I'm not going to celebrate this. And yeah, friendship's still great, but just uh, that was their thing. So, totally. Listen, it's a very powerful meal, and we're just kind of taking this week to look at it and explain yeah. it and think about it, what it is and what it isn't, and, and how God can move through it. The Lord bless you uh, as you the Lord speaks to you this week. Yes. Amen. We want to thank you for joining us on Recalibrate today. For more information, please check out our website at crcfchurch.com.